What's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike Merrick, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. With me, as always, oh man, folks, if you could see what I'm seeing on the screen right now, Boys is just giving us a free show. Boys, how is campus treating you? Fall break, as you mentioned pre show here. Fall break, any big plans? Um, no, just relaxing, catching up on my alcohol intake, had, a, had, had an exam this morning, didn't think it was too difficult, but uh, I'm ready. And, uh, as Merrick was insinuating, I have my shirt off, um, and we're thinking about Brett Bielema right now who has COVID. So in honor of Brett Bielema and that great meme of him in his swim trunks and with his tummy out, um, I'm doing the same thing in honor of Brett. I don't look as good as him with my shirt off though. I'll say that. I mean, you do have a little bit more artwork on your chest than he does though, I'm sure. So a uh, little, little different there, not only in size, but scope as well. Uh, coming to us from Naperville, Illinois, Dave McVoy. Dave, you're how just, we feeling this week? You're just going to gloss over the mustache too? <laughs> Blaze, Blaze bringing out the clit tickler for all the co-eds right before Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, my God. Do, like, do, you get, do you get nods with that? Or so like, actually, I'm not dying at Brown again, I'll tell you that, but... Um... <laughs> I forgot you both have to dye your mustaches brown. So you can see it. it looks it looks better blonde when I'm going out, but like I have to wear a mask in class so no one can even see this bad boy. So I, I don't know what um my fellow classmates think. Just just show it off on the weekends. I mean, who knows? You might be able to you know pick up pick up something at the Red Lion next weekend with that thing. <laughs> show off your show off your booster show off your booster card. <laughs> booster, I hardly know her. Booster, I hardly know her. <laughs> oh man, it. you guys are getting me excited for fall break. Fall well, break. Man. What a fucking joke. <laughs> what like what is that? What kind of program are they running down there? I'm telling you, I'm pretty burnt out right now. You guys might not believe it, but uh From I'm looking what? forward to this. <laughs> From what? Classes? Recovering from my like three injury. days a week. <laughs> All in right, fairness, come on. 12 11, 12 11 North LaSalle. Stop picking on me. Let's show no, let's, let's the show to, on the in road. In fairness to Blaze, though, he is probably working harder for this degree than I've ever worked in my entire life. <laughs> Jesus. Hey, hey, Dave, Philo, though. That's all he needs to know. File first. That's in, the Mike Merrick out. inventory system. First in, last out. That's first the way he knows how to operate at the office. Put a couple shifts in. <laughs> put a couple shifts in. Put sixty in, and you'll be good. So that's why Merrick's doing the podcast at the office. First one in, last one out. I'm not exactly. Doing that the- <laughs> hey, I do. I do sometimes edit. Edit in the morning if I get her get in early enough. I got a little free time. Yes. But Some, uh, now, now he does turn a small profit. All right, don't make him out to be saints just yet. Someone has to pay for the big guy's lap dances. Somebody has to, because by God, I hope Project Accord does pretty soon. Well, well no, because because your bets aren't paying for shit. No, my bets aren't paying, and I finally sent today. Finally sent today, boys. Back to even. I'm back to even. Do you still back have to... enough money for your down payment? I do. I do. I did. I did oh, that's have... an escrow already. That's an escrow. It, it is. It. Hey, we we haven't sent the big wire yet, but yeah, it's gonna. Eric, I was actually thinking about that because I used to get paid on the fifteenth or thirtieth every month, and I don't get a paycheck anymore. So I was thinking, I was like, oh, Monday. I wonder if Merrick finally uh, sent some money to Grand Rapids <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> so I get it. You... You guys are like this. I get a text that says, "Hey man, uh, I saw that that tracking number hasn't moved yet." Because <laughs> I sent it to him last week. 
And I just told him, I go, oh, dude, it's been sitting on my desk at work all week. I got I got to go get it. So, of course, I didn't send yesterday. And I woke up today with a, hey, did you happen to pick that thing up off the desk? And I was like, yeah, don't worry. I put a little surprise in there for him, too. So uh, a little a, a little Worldwide Express uh, reading material in there for him. Merrick, I just would have said Teamsters were on strike. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I was going to say, seriously. Hey, oh, Pete, you know hey. what? It's, it's stuck on a boat in the middle of the Pacific outside of L.A., the port of L.A. right now. That's yeah, hey, peak, peak season surcharges are crazy. Trying to save the company a couple nickels. <laughs> but, gosh, fucking Bernie Nichols. Um, all right, let's, let's jump into the records from the week. Davey, give us a quick recap of last weekend and uh, some of the highlights from uh, some of the plays and also games that, that took place. All right, quick quick recaps here, and we'll we'll talk about some of the games. Merrick, you started out hot, three and one in college, Woo! and then you, you you shit the bed and went zero and three in the NFL. Ah. I was one and two in both the NFL and in college. My only win in college was uh, I was lucky that we recorded the podcast earlier in the week because Minnesota was plus five and a half. They should have fucking covered that game too. Fuck Iowa, god damn it. Uh, Blaze also was one and two in college and one and one in the NFL. So running totals, I'll just give you uh, winning percentages. From uh, first to worst, Blaze is five eighty two. I am four thirty two, and Merrick is bringing up the rear, the caboose four eleven. Oh wow, wow! I gotta get a, I gotta get above five hundred before the season's over. That's why we got a lot of fucking games, a lot of games. I, like I got, I've seven, I've seven. You got a lot of darts. On the, you got a lot of darts. I saw a lot of darts, a lot of darts. Hey, sometimes you got to throw shit at the wall and just see what sticks. You know. Dave, you got a couple couple plays from last weekend, the good, the bad, and the ugly. What'd you like coming from last weekend? Let's see. What'd you miss? What'd you miss? What'd you miss? Uh, the big one I have on here is that Oklahoma finally lost. We've been shitting on them all year, and they finally did did lose outright. Uh, some of your better plays, I know you had you had Alabama. That thing doesn't miss. No. Uh, Blaze, Blaze, you really had, I think, the toughest loss of the weekend with Maryland. I, I know. So, Merrick, just a little background on this. My big boy bet two weeks ago was Nebraska. That had I, I went for Maryland and Tua Tagliovoa's brother is more like Tua Taglio. What the fuck are you doing? First and goal from the two yard line. They miss a field goal and a turn, red zone turnover. They also had a chance for a backdoor Betsy, too, at the end and didn't get it. Just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. I'm going to take a week off from the big boy vets <clears throat> and just enjoy myself. Um, another thing, too, I had a free bet from DraftKings because I'm a respected member there, VIP member. Dave Mullen, never been, hep two. And I had a parlay, Merrick, 16 parlay, five spreads all hit, and I had Iowa State money line to win 3,500, and Texas Tech hit a 62-yard fucking field goal. So basically that 230 slate knocked me out, put me into fall break gambling early. So I'm on fall break gambling, on fall break academic life, and I'm on fall break social life right now, but we still got some locks for you. But that 230 slate... Slapped me in the face, so kind of taking it easy for now. God, we got oh, that's brutal, dude. I didn't know you had that. Yeah, it was a miracle play. Uh, whatever. I, I sent it to I sent it to Dave, but it didn't work out. But uh, Merrick, what were you thinking about last week? What was good for you and bad? Um, I mean, the, the bad part. I had that. I picked the Bronco. Uh, I think I had the Broncos last week, and they absolutely sucked. We were talking uh, talking about a little bit pre-show, but that that Teddy Bridgewater. Avoid getting hit. Play, kind of controversial, kind of fucking hilarious, if you ask me. Yeah, I, I think it's just I understand why he did it. The guy suffered a brutal injury and thought he was going to lose his leg, but 
I don't know how the hell you can go back into the locker room after that and have anybody respect you. It's like you're do. the only way I can compare it to is like for us or like people listening is like going into an office and like saying you accomplished everything and everybody knows you did jack shit. I, I don't even know like what the comparison is that for us white collar workers out there, but it's just like, I just don't know. I'm rambling right now, but Bridgewater, I don't know what he's doing in practice, like to justify anything. I just have no respect for him. Cause that's a playoff. That's a game that gets you into the playoffs right there. You're down one possession and you let him return the fumble back and lose the game. Dave, you got any comments on that Bridgewater move? I, I mean, I think it was a smart move on his own behalf, but I could see where that's not a good play in the locker room, especially when two weeks ago you got a rookie like Justin Fields taking an absolute lick from Minka Fitzpatrick against the Steelers. I don't don't have as big of a problem with it as you guys. Like, all these quarterbacks avoid hits all the time. Like, I don't see. Yeah, I mean, I don't think as blatant as that, though. And you got a guy who, like, hasn't won over the locker room yet. I'm with Merrick. How do you know that? He's been there for this wild speculation to say he hasn't won over the locker room based on there for nine weeks. He's been there for a year. What's it based off of? You're basing it off of nothing. That's your own conjecture. All right. How about this way, Dave? The the Broncos could have drafted Justin Fields and they didn't. And now they're stuck with Bridgewater. I think the Broncos are a lot better if they had if they had Justin Fields. Oh, my God. Thank you for admitting that Justin Fields is our one true Lord and Savior. I appreciate it. He kind of sold me a Monday night. He played well. Looks great. Yep, and that's just a little prelude to my um, locks. Dave, Merrick talked about um, the football and college football plays. Is there anything else you want to hit on? You hit on that Minnesota play. Any other good plays that worked out for my, you? My Browns pick got smoked. That was never even close. The funny thing is about that game, too, they went up 7 nothing, scored a touchdown on the first drive, and then they got outscored 45 to yeah. nothing the rest of the game. That is like the most Cleveland Browns thing, and Quaker Mayfield's an absolute piece of trash. I would not sign him to any contract extension whatsoever. Yeah, and then I we'll, we'll, we've got plenty of time to talk about college basketball in the next couple of weeks. So let, let's jump into the picks. Let's let's hey let's let's get into Saturday. We only have two weeks left. Two weeks left to college football before and then it's we, the we get into championships. Yeah, correct, correct. So technically three. This is a big week. Iowa, Illinois. This is for bragging rights. I'm not gonna. I, I don't have a take on the game. I don't have a take on the game. I simply want to call out the fact that the two teams are playing one another, and I think maybe we should do a little a little wager amongst alumni here. All right, I actually like this. Like, um, I yeah, was what do you want? I going to bring this up, too. Like, what, what are we going to do for New Year's? Merrick, are you going to come up here, or are we going to go to Dallas again? Or like, what is I'm the game staying plan? in Dallas for New Year's. Okay. Honestly, low-key, I was hoping we could go to Hep's Place in Marco Island, but I assume that was a long shot. But I was thinking maybe we could bet on something if we were going to see each other. But, um. Yeah, we'll tweet out the bet maybe and we can figure something out. Maybe like some Chicago Italian beef and Merrick could uh, send us some Texas barbecue or something. I like that. That's a good That's I like that play. I like that play. We'll think about it. We'll tweet it out. Uh, for, for those of you listeners here in Dallas, once the Hawkeyes go out and, and spank the Illini, we'll be enjoying some Portillo's hot dogs, boots, sausages, jardinere. Boys, let's start with you. You've got four games on the card come Saturday. Let's run through them here. You got a Georgia Tech team going to South Bend. It's going to be a little cold. Yeah, I agree. And this Georgia Tech team is absolutely brutal, but I just think 17 points is too much. They can put points on the board. So I see a backdoor cover here, a garbage time TD to get it under 17. I don't think it's going to be anywhere close at all. Notre Dame's going to 
dominate the game from start to finish. I don't think they cover the spread. This other one is more so, I just don't know if I believe the Wisconsin hype. It's kind of like with Ohio State, Wisconsin's beating on some pretty bad Big Ten teams right now. Northwestern, Rutgers comes to mind, just like what Ohio State did. I like Nebraska plus nine. These guys are three and seven, have nothing to play for, but Scott Frost still gets these guys to play, even though Adrian Martinez is their quarterback. Give me Nebraska plus nine, and then I got two I'm, more. I'm gonna hang on, hang on. On that game, I need I need them to I need them to come through here. I need them to win that game. For if Iowa? They, yeah, if they win, Iowa wins out, then Iowa's in the Big Ten championship game. And, and you're thinking, going to Indy. We're thinking about a flight to Indy. Never oh. again. Never again. Um, all right, boys, continue. You got another one here that I'm I'm on this game. I'm I'm not on the same card, but you're you've got the under in the Bama Arkansas game. I do, and I like this play because I think Arkansas has a better offensive and defensive line than Alabama, and they're going to run the clock down to keep Bryce Young off the field. I still think Alabama wins this game, but it's going to be closer than the experts think, and I can see the final score being something like 35 to 14, something like that. I don't think Arkansas is going to be able to put up the numbers, but they're going to run the clock a lot. I like Alabama. Um, I like Alabama in the under. And then lastly, I got a ticket on this 50 to one a couple of weeks ago. I'm still riding them. Oregon's been playing well. Plus three going to Utah. This is a tough game. Utah's playing well, but Oregon knows they're running the ball really well. They're playing solid defense. I don't trust Utah yet. It's going to be weird. It's going to be a night game. It's going to be chilly, but give me Mario Cristobal and Oregon plus three. I think they win and um, they're still going to be in a driver's seat and control their own destiny for a college football playoff. Those are my four plays. Kind of uh, doubling up a bit, picking quite a few picks this week. So we'll see how it goes. Hopefully, I don't go zero four. Boys, I I like that game too. I I didn't put it on on one of my locks for the week, but that Oregon plus three just it's one of those like what am I missing on this? I agree. I thought it would have been a pick em, and I know Dave was on Utah early in the Pac twelve, but they've kind of turned it around at the beginning of the season. I'm interested to see what Dave thinks about this play. Well, I like Utah and it mainly because, as you just said, I picked Utah to win the Pac-12 earlier in the year. So I've got to keep writing that. I'll probably end up avoiding – I'm not going to actually have money on anything probably in college because I don't like anything that much. But um, I'll probably take Utah on the pool. I like Utah at home. If they can run the ball against Oregon, I mean – Yeah, that's Oregon, a tough thing with Oregon too, man. It's tough to beat a football team twice in the same season. And if Oregon beats Utah, they're going to have to play him again in the Pac-12 championship. That's just kind of rough. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's that's who I would lean to, and plus it's going to be at Utah. I just I thought it was going to be closer to a pick too, but I mean, three is still what it, it's a field goal. I still would like Utah there. Plus, Utah's burned me in the past so much. It's yeah, just, honestly, we just suck when it comes to the Pac-12. Uh, seriously, because I remember I think last year for the Pac-12 championship, or it might have been two years ago, I hammered Utah and they got destroyed. Yeah. All right, Dave, let's go to Austin. We can talk about this uh, game we got going. You want to get it? You want to do it? You want to do it? You got fucking Vicente Padilla, former MLB pitcher (laughs) as quarterback. (laughs) Like this guy, Merrick's texting us, Padilla. Like who cares? These guys, these guys are bum too, just like the rest of them. Give me the line. Either getting two touchdowns plus 13, lock it up. Never a doubt. How about that total though? A thirty-eight. So like, what uh, it's are they? Thirty-six. I just saw it. It's thirty-six. So like, what's this final score going to be? Like seventeen with five field goals and a safety to to nine. Like 17, 17 to ten. <laughs> seventeen ten game. I don't think Illinois can score a touchdown. To be honest, it's like that game with Frank Beamer when he's celebrating the game going to overtime and it's three to three or zero zero or something. 
Yeah, no, and no, no, Brett Bielema on the sideline. But Blaze, did you see that he's going to be like quote unquote like in contact as much as he possibly can? Like, what does that even mean? Yeah, like what are they going to do? Fly, they're going to fly the team back and then give him the private jet to fly by himself to Iowa City. Like, I have no clue. He'll probably be at the football. Maybe they center. drive there. <laughs> Who's driving him? He's got COVID. He's got to drive himself. You think Bielema can drive himself five hours to Iowa City? I don't know if they need like a special car or anything for me. So fucking big. I'm gonna use one of those my 600 pound life lifts or something. Honestly, man, like I'm not I'm not trying to body shame anybody, but that guy was built like a freaking redwood tree back in the day as a linebacker at Iowa, and he just kind of stopped giving a crap. The thing is, Brett Bielema revenge game. Yeah, but no, seriously. Hopefully, Brett Bielema stays healthy. He's doing a good job with the Illini football team. So stay safe, Brett. We're happy with the football season, and we're hoping that we got an outside shot to go bowling. Yeah, and one of the one of these years we'll go to Illinois or Iowa for this game. We have to. We went to Illinois a couple couple years back, but it's it's been a while. Dave, you've got you've got a couple more plays. You you got the minors again. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Who do they got? It's been broke the last couple weeks though. But this week they're playing Rice, and Rice is two and eight against the spread. They're one of the worst teams ATS in all of college football. They uh, lose against the spread by an average of nine point one points a game. I just think that they're far worse than this spread is at right now. I think it could be as high as 13 and a half, 14. <clears throat> UTEP hasn't played as well the last couple of weeks, but they're my darling, so we're going to ride them the last couple of weeks here. Let's just, again, as I said last week, uh, dance with the girl that brought you to the dance. Let's let's yeah. go with them again. And so, same thing, right? Illinois against Iowa is a pure spite pick, pure homer pick. UTEP, I've been riding them all year. They've been so good to me. Let's ride with them. Uh, the other games that I have on here, one of them um, – Minnesota. So this again is just is fading Indiana. I don't think people are. They're so bad. Indiana's so bad, and I think Minnesota's been playing a little bit better the last uh, than they the last couple of weeks. If Tanner Morgan figures it out whatsoever, like they're gonna win this game by by 21, 28. Like I think Indiana's just that bad. So again, just a fade Indiana play there. Indiana's also two and eight against the spread. Um, and then my last pick. This is just plug your nose and dive in. UMass is getting 37 and a half points against Army. Uh, the only thing that I've got in my brain regarding Army and long spreads is when I took them to beat uh, UConn earlier in the year, minus 35, and they were up 42 to nothing at halftime and didn't cover. Um, so, Oh, yeah, uh, they did the George Bush mission accomplished at halftime. They were up they were up 42 nothing at half, and then they ended up not covering. So um, that's, that's the only reason why I'm taking UMass here. You uh, Army triple option team, they can throw up points on the board, but uh, what time is that game at? I have no idea. Have See, no that's idea. a game you don't even check until like 10 p.m. at night. You don't right. even I want mean, to check. It's just going to be in the, the the my 10 pick slate for the pool, and then I'm not even going to know until my day, until Dave Senior sends out an updated list at like going into the late games. I also thought about doing just only the last games you can possibly take in that pool because I'm going be, to be studying most of the day. So then I'll get home and like just watch them all, like all the six o'clock and late games. I'll have I'll be the only one with no no games out there, and I'll just be chasing people at the end of the night. Yeah, you know what that <clears> reminds <throat> me of. I'm sorry, I'm talking so much this podcast, no. but it was the I put a lot of money on Rom the PGA Tour Championship, and he didn't even tee off yet, and he was like ruled the betting favorite, and like that's just like kind of the mindset you go in when you don't have any of your college football picks left. They're all they're all out in the field, and people are already like five and five and four and six, and you're like just need six, just need exactly. Six. We just need to get yeah. to six. Last week was interesting, though. The last couple of weeks were interesting because there was like three, six, and four teams 
and, and Patty won it with seven and three last week. So it was a it was a lot closer last week than it has been in the past. I I was just happy I got over five hundred in that pool last week. Start I know that old, might have been the upset of the century. Start off zero and one, and you guys firing away at that meme of and me. Since Mikey. he was a bad beat too, Mikey. I know that was tough. That was a tough L. Um, I got six plays this week though. Um, I'm going to give you guys first to start off my absolute no doubt lock of the week. Ole Miss at home against Vanderbilt, minus 36. I know you're thinking, Mike, that's a lot of points. Vanderbilt is 119th in total defense out of 130 teams in the FBS. Ole Miss is, is third in total offense in yards per game in the FBS. Hammer Ole Miss. Absolutely hammer Ole Miss. Vanderbilt is terrible. They are just as bad as the next two teams that I'm betting against in the SEC. I'm taking Auburn minus seven at South Carolina. South Carolina is fucking trash. And Bo Nix, you know what, man? I got to say I'm sorry. It was a I didn't good believe, run. It was a I good run, man. I didn't believe in you, man, earlier this year, and that's on me. Um, I'm going to ride with you this week. Minus Merrick, seven. he's out for the year. No. Yes, yeah. he's out for the year. He's getting ankle surgery. Come on. That's why I said it was a good run. So you're going to have to like go to his game and games when he's like the starting quarterback at Nichols State on like the Louisiana Texas border next year. No, I do think South Carolina really stinks though. That's why I don't mind Auburn here. Yeah. 100%, I'm with I'm with you. I think Auburn's backup quarterback, he play, he transferred from LSU. So he's probably just as good if not better than Bo Nix. And and not to mention too, Bo, I I'm I'm sorry to hear that. I obviously breaking breaking news to me. Breaking sorry to ruin, you're sorry to ruin your Tuesday night, Uncle Mikey. Breaking news like, to me. We gotta stop the podcast. We gotta go back. I need some time to mourn. Yeah, Jesus, God, I, I feel for you, man. Your career is probably over, or you could you could be in Jacksonville in two years. Which, um, dude, I don't know if you guys saw C.J. Bethard, uh, the old Iowa quarterback. That bum is still in the league, and he played for the Jags a couple weeks ago. So, Bo, keep your head up, buddy. Uh, you might get Bo, back. Yeah, there. I mean, C.J. Bethard was really good at Iowa, but he's, he's no, terrible. But he's no Vicente Padilla. Exactly, exactly. All right, I'm getting back to my other dog ship team I'm betting against. Florida minus nine at Mizzou. I, look, Dan Mullen got fucking roasted last week uh, about letting up, what, 52 points to Sanford. I get, like, I, I get that, Fogle. I don't. Th- I don't think that defense plays that bad again. Or special. And special teams was terrible. Well, they. I think it gave up fourteen points off uh, special teams. So I don't think that happens again. Florida minus nine at Mizzou. Mizzou is fucking dog shit. I think they're what one and nine ATS this year. They are they just covered the spread for the first time last week? Merrick, yeah, this no is chance. a stay away game in all caps. I don't. I. I just. I staying away. I can't do. I can't Dude. touch this. Florida might literally just be dead on the year, though. Like they were, they were so, so bad. I don't they were think losing you're... outright, like for like a lot of that game against Samford. They were, they were. America, but it's also going to be forty-seven degrees in Columbia, Missouri on Saturday. Do you think that team from Florida's? They're going to be playing in parkas. They do not want to be there. Yeah, they're not going to be booing. That's for sure. They're not going to be uh, booing. No, they they're not going to be booing. Um, look, I'm getting out of the SEC. I'm I'm gonna go with with what I'm calling this week the what the fuck am I missing here parlay Wake Forest plus four and a half at Clemson I have no idea why they're they're underdogs and then Oklahoma minus four at home against uh, Iowa State look Iowa State's a terrible they've underperformed all year 
I don't think Brock Purdy is anything near what we thought he was going to be this year. I think last year was a little bit of a fluke. Um, I think Oklahoma bounces back because truly they have an outside shot of still making the playoff. I don't think they do. Mind. I think they're done. You think they're I, I I don't think so. I think they win the Big 12 championship. Yeah. I think they're, you know, a couple things happen. They could find themselves making their way. Well, in. well, the problem is though, is they were already ranked way down there. They were eight when they were undefeated. They're 13 right now. So yeah, they're 13. Like they need a shitload to happen. Like a, 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 an undefeated Cincinnati, 100% is in the playoff. Ahead oh, totally. Of Oklahoma with one loss. Totally. Totally. But this I, Iowa State team too. Who's starting in, for Oklahoma this weekend? Uh, Caleb Williams. It is going to be him? Because I, I yeah. saw that they were like, the fans were asking for. They put rat the red dog. dog back in. It's just not a good situation there. No. Yeah. And like, how about Iowa State, man? We were hyping them up all preseason, top 10 team. They already have four losses. And they're yeah, eliminated from the that. Big 12 title game. I don't think they're going to come to play. And I think Matt Campbell's going to be jumping um, ship, leaving the cornfields of uh, Western Iowa to the um, ocean in L.A. What, what, Dave, what about that Wake game? Wake at so, Clemson? Dude, I like Wake a lot here, too. I, I love gonna, them. I would have talked love them about this if you didn't. Like, I still think this is a Clemson fucking stinks, and the, the public loves Clemson so much that the, like, the books know that. So it's just too tempting to bet Clemson because you know the name. So it's just not that Wake Forest is that good, but I think Clemson is just a bad team this year. They're middle yeah. of the road in the ACC. I'm with you, Dave. And like I watched that UConn game a little bit just because um, I had it in my weekly perennial, and they were booing that Clemson quarterback who was like a high, preseason Heisman favorite. Yeah. So it's not going well there. So I don't know how their offense is going to be able to keep up with Wake. So I like Wake as a dog too. Love him. So the only dog I got in the card come Saturday. Um, hey, real shocker though, boys. I have three favorites on Sunday. Three favorites. And I mean, you, you're taking Alabama first half too, no? Oh, did I? I completely miss Bama first half. Yeah. How can we forget a minus fourteen points? Did you did you take off the Michigan bet bet play on there? Yeah, I uh, I was thinking about that game a little bit more. I think it's probably going to be a little bit closer than that. That and I took off the SMU game. So here's um, the only reason why. Here's the only reason why I like Maryland getting 15. If Michigan is winning, like towards the end of the game, they're not going to go to run up the score or risk anything. They play Ohio State next week, and that's their entire season. So yep. if they're up by like, I could see them being up by like, by like two touchdowns with like 10 minutes left and just running the ball and not even fucking around and trying to go for any more style points. Because if you beat Ohio State next week, you're basically in the playoff because there's no way that if you beat Ohio State, you should lose to Iowa or Wisconsin. Dave, I think that Michigan play, though, you consider to actually take Michigan, though, if that line drops to 14. If it stays would, at 14, I would, I would I'd consider it. it. Yeah, I'd I consider think that, it. I think with that hook, it's just, I don't know. And this is the much. thing, like, Maryland should have covered against Michigan State. Maryland's good enough to, to cover this, no doubt. But just uh, Talia is just, you don't know what he's going to do when he gets out there. He, he so undisciplined. To, he, he seems to blow every single chance let, that they get to cover games. And like, just not a guy that you want to trust your, with your money. All right. Let's go to, let's go to Sunday. Let's go to the gridiron. We got what? What is it? Week 11. We got a guaranteed winner here. So if, if you ride with, if you ride with all our plays with me and Merrick, this game, you're guaranteed a winner, but you're going to lose money on the juice, but you got to read the bottom line for that. Why do you I like, the like Colts? I like the Colts plus seven. I just don't trust the bills. They're so inconsistent week in week out. It's awesome that they can beat the two worst teams in the NFL by 50, the jets and the Texans. But when they play better competition, they struggle. And I think the Colts are a good team. 
that can run the ball. Carson Wentz still sucks, but I just still am not sold on Josh Allen. I think it's going to be closer than seven points. Give me the Colts. Merrick, sell our listeners on your play. Well, I, I think Josh Allen and that team at home are too are too good. And I, I look, I don't I don't think Carson Wentz is a good quarterback. I think he's I I think he's in the bottom the bottom quartile in the NFL. And that, that Bills defense at home is pretty good. You got, you know, former Iowa corner, Micah Hyde playing safety. I mean, guys electric, not only there, but on special teams as well. So uh look, I I, I love the Bills here. Love the Bills at home. Minus seven. And then, and look, they had that, that shitty game in Jacksonville. I understand that. They didn't look great against the Jets. I really do think they bounce back this week, though. I really do. Dave, you got a play on the card I was looking at with that Saints game. Plus one and a half. Well, again, this is just I don't think the Eagles are good still, despite what happened last week. I think the Saints have a, have a pretty good defense, and they're going to be able to take care, uh, keep Jalen Hurts in check. And with this one, too, I think you would just bet it early in the week and hope that Alvin Kamara gets some good news throughout the week and decides he's going to play. Hopefully. That's it. Um, and even if even if it ends up being Trevor Simeon, too, like I don't care. I still like the, the Saints there. I'll fade the Eagles any chance I get this year. Saints are at home, or are they on the road? At, at Philadelphia. At Philly? Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, they battled against Nashville with the backup QB, and that defense can travel well. I think it, I'd, I'd roll with the Saints there. That's what my thinking is on that. Dave, is Tua going to be healthy enough come Sunday too? I know you like the Dolphins minus three in the hook. This is just this just has two components of it. One, I think the Jets are dead. I think the Mike White experiment was fun for one week, and that's he's he's just as bad as everybody else they have. And I think the Dolphins. Uh, it's just because they have that extra time coming off the Thursday, the Thursday game last week. That's it. Okay, that's that's fair. It's, it's all that it's all that went into it. Yeah, Dave. Thinking. Like I'm with you 100. And this is a Jets fan here. Um, conspiracy, Jordan Spieth conspiracy here. I think the Jets offensive staff is making Mike Mike White look as bad as possible, so there's not a quarterback controversy. But oh, at the same deep. exact time, Robert uh, Salah is um, a defensive coach, and they're and they've given up a combined, like, I think 150 points the past three games. I think this team's quit on him, and he's in a, in a little over his head. And the Dolphins are still playing hard at three and seven. I don't I don't know anybody who would take the Jets, even though Miami's traveling. Yeah. yeah. And so wait a minute. You think this is like a false flag operation? 100%. I don't trust Joe Douglas at all. That guy, I, he somehow gets none of the blame whatsoever. Salah deserves a lot of the blame. But Joe Douglas hasn't had a draft pick that's like been starting on the NFL on an NFL roster two times through. And I don't know what we're waiting for. Zach Wilson was clearly a bust. I can't believe I'm saying this, but probably should have took Mac Jones or Justin Fields. And he had the pick of the litter after Trevor Lawrence, and he bombed it. So it's just like we're going in circles with everything. Blow it up again. Bring Rex Ryan back and make the New York Jets great again. That would be fun. <laughs> Bring all back Rex Sexy Rexy. I want Sexy Rexy back. Bring his wife's feet back, too. I will, just, I will take anything. Just, just gonna say, just I'll do it. anything for an AFC title appearance again. Not he even just, he just needs to get his foot in the door, and he'll take care of the rest. There you go. Perfect. If it um, even reaches my, that my, far. my only other play that I have, and then you guys can, can go with the rest of your NFL plays, is I'm going to take the Bengals. Again, This is a, I think the Raiders are just completely dead. I talked a little bit about it last week. You just, I just don't know how many controversies they could possibly get in one year. 
and it not affect the locker room. Like we're, it, it, I think they're completely dead. The Chiefs destroyed them on on Monday night, and I know Mahomes can make anybody look bad, but I'm I'm all aboard the the Bengals here, and I think they'll bounce back. They are still in the thick of it, and I think the Raiders might be dead. Yeah, they looked like they looked terrible against Mahomes, and and maybe that's just Mahomes kind of coming back to his normal form. But Dave, I. I'm with you. They don't, they don't look good. And the Bengals have been decent all year. So curious to see what happens there. Boys, it would have been, nice been nice if they could have stopped Daryl Williams a little bit. And uh, I could got lucky one more time and made Blaze keep sweating. But I think that's all but, but over now. I think I'm toast. If you get mossed by a second string running back, you should probably never play in the NFL again. That's what I took from just that block situation. the damn, just, just hit it out of his hands. I'm going to win the game against Gary. That's all I needed. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, I'll go to my two picks. Um, since these guys are from Chicago and they allegedly don't bet on their favorite team that they're obsessed over, I'm going with the Bears plus six. It's a bye week. I think Justin Fields really inspired that locker room. The guy takes licks. He goes all out. And even though they lost that game, um, they deserve to win. And I think they're going to go all in against Baltimore, a team that looked like a mess on Thursday night, and then they're going on the road again. Give me the Bears fresh off a of bye week plus six. I can see this moving up to seven on Sunday. I'd hammer it again even more. And then we're just going to go the Monday night. I can't get a three o'clock slate. I can't pick a three o'clock game to save my life. So we're skipping that all together. We're going to go straight to Monday night when Blaze's um, fall breaks on full swing. Bucks minus 10 and a half. I don't even think this is going to be close. The New York Giants suck. Daniel Jones sucks. Joe Judge was somehow a special teams coach, then became a head coach. Sucks. Give me the Bucks minus 10 and a half. They're pissed off after that Washington game. I'd take the spread up to 24. I don't even think it's going to be close. And Brady's going to show no mercy to a team that's cost him two more Super Bowl rings. Why don't we throw a tenner on alternate spread then for that? Yeah, I got to talk happen to doing a points bet thing again with that. The only thing I'll say about the Bears is that game a couple weeks ago, like between the the penalty on the one defensive guy, I can't think of his name right now. Marsh. Um, Yeah, on Marsh. The penalty on him, the, the taunting penalty, everyone shitting all over the refs and the fact that, Justin Fields looked so good down the stretch there. It feels like it hopefully could be a really like galvanizing moment for the team and they can all come together over it. I think you so hope. too. It's, I think this so is glass too. half full Bears fan. And I think the thing is too is like just looking at this from a neutral pr- perspective, you got a guy like Mitch Trubisky who looked like um, just a kid who was like shell shocked every time he came off the field. Justin Fields doesn't have that. He's paid his dues, no. taking these licks and leading the team. I think it's invigorated this team, but not going to save Ryan Pace or Matt Nagy his job, which will be a good thing in the end for the Bull, um, the Bears and their and uh, the rest of the roster. Mooney, Mer- Mooney, Montgomery, and Fields moving forward, though I feel pretty and good. Smith, about and Smith and Roquan Smith can't forget about him. I've been on offense, though, but yeah. Merrick, you walked us through the Bills. You got two more favorite shocker. Oh, abs- absolute shocker! I'm I'm going to the let's just coin it the McAvoy factor here. Uh, the Texans are dog shit. I think we can all agree to this. That's the only reason I'm batting the Titans. Ten and a half points. The Texans are are big, probably a bigger dumpster fire uh, than, look, the Jets and uh, who else were we talking about a minute ago? Uh, also a dumpster fire. Jets um, and Texans. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, they're – those and two maybe the Raiders. Awful. Dave thinks the Raiders. Too. Raiders. Yeah, look, put this team in the same category. Titans minus ten and a half. Hopefully they get a, a little bit of a healthier wide receiver core uh, as as we get through the season. And then, look, I'm big on the whole time zone factor as well, uh, regardless if it's even a couple days before the team's going to get there. 
Steelers are traveling to San Diego, uh, or excuse me, LA to play the Chargers. Chargers minus six here. I, I, like the Steelers aren't impressing me with Big Ben out. I don't know if Rudolph can be as consistent. That game was so ugly. It was so bad. It was it was so bad. I mean, tying the Lions and I mean that fumble at the end was was priceless. So like I'm going against the Steelers. They're you know I think they're going to be a little little uh, hungover from the flight there. So a little jet lagged. Minus six Chargers. Lock it in. I was gonna say too, like you're you're saying, I'll just go with the McAvoy factor. That literally is just like my entire approach to life. You don't gotta be the best person in the world. You just gotta be better than the shit ones. Exactly. Exactly. Be right in the meaty portion of the curve. Yeah. Right. Right. Please make sure you cut this out though for what Dave just said. By the way, don't forget. That's a common thing. That's a common phrase. But yeah, you. I mean, Blaze, you didn't say it. Just disagree with it. Merrick, I literally need to leave at like eight o'clock, so I'll clap you back in. Then we'll do the weekly perennial and go. No, we're not, dude. We're running on time. You really want to go through all ten on the perennial? No, we can just cut back and do the weather in South Bend then. Yeah, well, it's, hey boys, let's just go right to the weather in South Bend, baby. These you twenty-one bet, year olds, you... these twenty-one year olds aren't going to hit on themselves, Merrick. Oh my god! <laughs> Stop with that. Just because I'm in grad school, I'm not finishing my undergrad. I'm not Gary. <laughs> But you're finishing the undergrads off, am I right? Huh? Hey! Oh my god! <laughs> hey, Blaze! After eight Blaze, plus Blaze, don't call me Dave Portnoy Bernardi. <laughs> <laughs> Blaze El Prez. Yeah, don't bring. Yeah. Oh my they, god. Hey, hey, they have the same taste in women. They they like it. They like it above the belt. Dave. Blaze, like Blaze the loves belt. the Blaze loves the the college girls because you know why. He keeps getting older, and they, they stay, stay the same, the same age. age. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right, right boys. clap them back in, Alprez. You can leave that part in. All you missed was, it. yeah, just to keep this three-week streak going, uh, Urban Meyer reference here, we're going to go to that bar someday. We need to. We need to. But, boys, first, let's, let's go to one of the bars that, that Brian Kelly's going to be at this weekend. South Bend, Indiana, what's the weather going to be like? Yeah, so uh, we're moving up there. Colder weather, so these OSHA OSHA is definitely looking in South Bend these days. We got a high of 46 degrees, low of 35 on game day. Um, going to be a little cloudy, so might not be able to see the sun in the sky. And we got 12 to 15 mile an hour winds. So stay stay safe up there, grad grad students. Love it, love it. Well, boys, you got anything else? For our uh, beloved no. listeners, uh, we'll tweet out the weekly perennial. You can also see me getting arguments with Illini fans after bad losses like last night. So, that's oh my god, horrible. I didn't go into a, my rant about that. That fucking sucked watching. Yeah, it's absolutely hilarious too. People talking about how this is like a loss that needed to happen when we were ten point favorites and up by twelve with ten minutes left. It's just amazing the the goalposts that are moved for this fan base. And also, Corbello played really bad, <clears throat> but. The fact that people are going on Twitter and his social media and Instagram and like telling him how much he sucked, like grow up. This fan base is unbearable. And I can't, that's part of the stuff I can't stand either. It, it is, it is a problem. Like you can see it on Twitter and I, I coming out of the woodwork last year when Illinois started getting good. It's like, God damn it. Like we just have dog shit fans. Like, I know it it's, em- it's embarrassing. And it's like, we're a top flagship university. So I'm <clears> assuming <throat> these people didn't even go to U of I. It's just the. Uh, it sucks Wackos. that it's like that. It's like I know it's it's a shame, and it's it's this is a good university, but people need to grow up and realize that social media. You should treat people 
respectfully, but unfortunately they don't. So anyways, um, so anyways that's my TED we're talk gonna for keep, the day. You're going to keep getting in fights with our Twitter handle, and so let's, get, let's do it. We're yes, I'm going to get people. in fights against people who are assholes of the basketball team and stick up for Brad Underwood. Brad we are Underwood. on the side of Brad Underwood needs to be held responsible. But hey, at least it's not the Twitter handle isn't in Blaze's name because that would definitely be an HR violation. <laughs> um, listeners, thanks for tuning in, boys. It's it's been good catching up. A uh, couple more weeks of college football before the conference championships coming before the playoff. You got the holidays around the corner. Turkey Day next week. Listeners, again, thanks for tuning in. Check out some of the plays this weekend. Good luck gambling, and we'll catch everybody next week. Peace. Don't you cry no more.